0: Welcome to the Pocha podcast at the intersection of brown pride and assimilation. I'm Kat. I'm Charlene. And this is our year-end Weedy Weedy.
1: Oh, it's the end of 2021, Kat.
0: And I'm so glad that I get to spend it with you, with wine, and we also have a guest.
1: We have a guest. Very exciting, yes. We are um, closing out the year with an excellent guest and a glass of wine, and we're ready to go. Absolutely. So, who is our guest? We are so excited to welcome author, entrepreneur, chingona Yvette Boden. Uh, I hope I said that correctly. Yvette, correct me if I didn't.
2: Boden. Boden. I wanted to say
1: Boden. <laughs> the double D's messed me up. The it, it messes everyone up. The double D's will mess people up mm-hmm. all around. Um, but yes, your pieces have appeared in a variety of magazines. You have a digital platform that has all sorts of amazing stuff that we've been looking through and you have a book that we are excited to talk about as well so thank you so much for joining us we would love for you to just give a little introduction so folks know who you are
2: first of all thank you so much for having me i have my glass of wine as well and i'm so excited to dive in so i started Awakens woman and we'll say aw because it's a mouthful <laughs> um in 2018 And it was a little while after my divorce. So I was um, with my ex-husband for 10 years, we got divorced. I went through a really, um, a significant depression. It put me in a really dark place and I honestly felt lost. I had lost my marriage um, shortly after my divorce, I lost my job. So there were a lot of losses and I had to figure out who I was. And I have to tell you, um, I do believe that we all have pain, but I've been able to turn my pain into purpose and I wouldn't take it back. I I love what I'm doing. I'm discovering something new about myself every day. Um, I love it. I love inspiring women. Beautiful. We need to be inspired.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) You know, and, and it's, it's also poignant to like end a year, but also January is when people, you know, start fresh, they have, you know, their own, Mm -hmm. whatever that they're going to do give up, start new, whatever it is. So this is a great way to get into that and jump into 2022. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, some people say goals, some people say resolutions. I've stopped saying resolutions. I don't like the word anymore. I Mm -hmm. sort of just set goals for myself. Mm. I just think it's a nicer way to start the year as opposed, it's almost like when you make these resolutions, I don't know, it's for me, I feel like I'm setting myself up for failure. Because right. you're, you're talking about a resolution, something that literally, if you don't do, it's like it's a failure. Right. I don't know. that's my mentality, but
0: it lends into that binary of like either you're successful or you're, or you're a failure, and even failing can be a success, but we don't often see it that way. Before we get into your book and, and your yes. and your digital platform, we always ask our guests um, what Bocha means to you. And, well, first, if you've heard the term and what it means to you.
2: I have heard the term, but in all fairness, I I don't know. It's, I honestly feel that like I've heard it in movies, and I'm being honest, but I don't really trust the film industry, so I'd rather listen to the authentic meaning behind it so if you can actually honor me with letting me know what that is, educating me, because I don't trust, you know, what's out there. So i rather you tell me what it is. Is that fair? Mm-hmm.
0: Very fair. It, so <laughs> for, uh, and, and we have had, uh, we and some of our listeners may have had this in different forms in our lives, but it was for at least us to derogatory. And it was used um, to kind of shame that you are, an assimilated, uh, assimilated into white society Latine individuals. So you may not speak Spanish uh, you or Portuguese for some of our Latine relatives, or you may not speak it well, like in my case, I don't speak it well. Um, you've lost some of the cultura, you don't practice some of the, like you don't do a complete altar for Day of the Dead. <laughs> so pocha is, has been used in this derogatory way um, and we have decided to reclaim it. Like, yeah, that's us. I and we're that. trying to bring the best of what we can bring, whatever that may mean, at that intersection of brown pride and assimilation. So what that looks like for us um, is beautiful, is different, is taking the, the best of many worlds and bringing it to the table.
1: Yes and for you Eva, and other listeners we've gotten a few new folks so if you're also hearing the definition of bocha to us part of the conversation and why we started this podcast is we came from this from different trajectories but both of us shared that in our heritage and our ancestry our grandparents were punished physically mentally abused in schools and at jobs for speaking Spanish or for having an accent and so the fact that we have lost some of that language is not accident it is absolutely it was put upon them and where we're at does not make us less Latina doesn't make us less Chicana doesn't make us less proud of who we are so we're just trying to reclaim where we're at in this moment and celebrate because our our people fought for us to be here and to uh, have equal parts or, or mixed parts, basic white girl and, and Chicana chingona. So that's where we're here.
2: Thank you for sharing that with me. I mean, I think one of the things for me that has been important in the journey is to learn from others. And honestly, what you just shared with me, I, I didn't, I wasn't aware. Um, so I, I'm really grateful that you shared that with me. Thank you.
0: So having heard that though, what do, has, does that strike any chords? Does that resonate?
2: I think we might need to go back. Okay. <laughs> come back, come back. Okay. We'll I need come to, back to that. I mean, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty big question. I have to say it's very original. On the next episode with you. you <laughs> <laughs> it's a two part weedy you, weedy. Yeah. You, you stump you stopped me. I like it. I like it. That, so- hadn't, that hasn't happened yet. But. Yay. Oh, well. First time. Yay. <laughs> yeah, good job. Uh,
1: well, we are so excited that you're here. And for folks that are listening that maybe haven't heard your name, haven't seen the book, if people Google you, we see your website, Awakened Woman, um, and it's described as a digital platform designed to inspire and invigorate women, which we love. What What brought you to that point? You spoke a little bit about it, but what? What was that awakening about and what inspired you to, to want to share that with other people?
2: Well, when I went through the divorce that triggered the depression, I felt, I felt alone. I I was in a really dark place and, you know, even though I had the support of friends and sisters and, um, and family, I felt like it was a part of my journey that I couldn't, no one can help me with. Mm. And that was really difficult. And I actually had support, excuse me. So, you know, just thinking about all the women out there who don't have friends or don't have that family support, I sort of, you know, as I was going through the steps to get my literally crawl out of the hole that I was in, I thought about finding, I'm so sorry. (laughs) You're fine. I thought about... Creating that resource that would help other women and I haven't looked back I f- I really feel that it was something that was coming from a bigger place and mm. I had to do it. Um, it it's really changed my life entirely
0: so we educated you on what a pocha is educate us what's an awakened woman
2: Man, you're a tough crowd. just like I saw the wine. I thought those was gonna be like just chill, but no. Yeah.
1: No. That, this yeah, is, this pretty is chill. Deep, this is
2: chill. Pretty deep for uh, you know, on Friday a Friday night. night. <laughs> uh, an awakened woman. So an awakening for me was coming to grips with who I am. My mistakes, my experiences, good and bad embracing all of me and waking up to who i truly was and owning yvette with all her faults the interesting Mm -hmm. about awakenings is so when i wrote the book i have it's it's written in two parts the second part is my awakening and i have to tell you since the book was published i have had another awakening which is really interesting because I thought, okay, I had this awakening, I'm coming into my own, I'm becoming the woman I'm meant to be, but I've just had another awakening in the past year. I mean, COVID, um, Mm -hmm. you know, my dad came down with COVID. My mom got really sick. Um, My daughter went off to college, Mm -hmm. everything just, and the world is completely different. And I feel that I'm different. I have changed and I've really had another awakening. I feel that life is really short, and I've taken it for granted. I think a lot of us have. And now I'm in the place where I feel that, you know what? I only live once. I'm going to create the life that I envision. So I've actually had another awakening. (laughs) You heard it
1: here first. A new book is coming.
2: Yes. Actually, there is a new book (laughs) coming. (laughs) Perfect. But it's going to be a lot more saucy. Oh, I I like it already. Yes, I love saucy. And I'm feeling,
1: I certainly feel a lot of what you're saying resonates with me. And I'm sure this is why you have found success with the website and with the book, because this resonates with so many people, whether a long-term relationship that turned into a, a breakup or I myself went through a really, really terrible divorce that exactly like you're saying, my awakening, I didn't write a book. I started playing roller derby. We all find our thing. That was wow. my awakening. Uh, that's actually how I met Kat. That's a whole other episode that you can listen to. But um, I appreciate that you felt the need to share that so that other folks wouldn't be feeling that loneliness that you were feeling in that moment. So um, on that note, you, you've interviewed several Latinas, several Latina people do you find or have you found a common thread something that you're sort of pulling that okay this is the similarity or or something that you can take with you
2: i do um you know i think with social media and just i don't know this new modern society i'm not and i'm not that old um (laughs) that we're living (laughs) you're my witness i'm not that old but um I find that we, and, and you know, and I have to speak for myself, for many years, I was seeking perfection. Mm. Um, and I just, I find that we all, it doesn't matter what color you are, what is your, you know, economic status, what is your education, we all have challenges. And all these women that I've interviewed, the, they each, each interview has one takeaway, Um, one, you know, they have shared fears, insecurity, um, illness, uh, their faith, their, I I mean, there's so many, we all have a challenge, not a challenge, challenges. Mm -hmm. And I think that to me is, it's a common thread as women. The really interesting thing is we have a lot of the same challenges and I love hearing the stories because. I can, there's something about each woman that I speak to that I connect with one part of her story that I connect with. And I I wish that we could see more of that among, you know, among all women. Um, And I'm hoping that with these stories that I'm sharing that, you know, you sort of women will click with, you know, someone who's on the opposite side of the world, someone who you see on screen, someone who is a CEO behind all of that success and that, you know, wealth. And there is a woman at the end of the day. And that's, that's what I'm trying to sort of, it's like connecting the dots. I want women to understand that at the end of the day, we're all human. We're all women. And we really should feed on that instead of, you know, kind of competing or um Mm -hmm. being threatened by other women
0: Mm. well on the site aside from having interviews with um with women from different latina backgrounds and different like different jobs different my god there there's such a variety from like Mm -hmm. actresses to jewelry makers it's like it's it's a plethora so on the site, you have topics that are really deep. You talked about depression, but you also have written about domestic violence. And these can be taboo topics in, um, not just in US culture, but in our Latine and a variety, like your are Dominican, where Mexicanas, but it's still a taboo. Some of these are still taboo subjects. Why tackle these heavy hitters?
2: You, you know, what's interesting. Um, I've, I really had to dig deep before I tackled some of these subjects, um, I I grew up as a Dominican. Um, we swept a lot of things under the rug, the the really bad things, the taboo things, and until we don't start talking about them, we're going to continue. And I'm sure you've heard the the term generational curses. We're mm. going to continue these, mm. you know, bad things that happen and. Um, and I'll use an example. Recently, I talked about my sexual abuse when I was six. This has been going on in a lot of cultures for years. And it's covered up. Yeah. And it's it's continuing to happen because we are not talking about it. And we have to. That's the only way to break the cycle. And as I get older, my daughter is going to be 19. I feel felt that it was important for her to know what happened to me mm. and to make sure that it doesn't happen to her. We have to talk about it. And, and there is a lot of ugly, but you know, good things can come out of it. And, and I know that sounds a little weird, but for example, my experience, um, once I you know, embraced it and, and healed from it, I'm able to help someone else. And to me, that's a gift. Because some women, you know, go down a different path. So I I don't know. I feel that we have to talk about it. We can't just keep in silence. We can't. Is there anything that's off the table for you? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Your questions are killing me. (laughs) Kat did not get the chill memo. (laughs) She, she,
1: this is okay. not enough wine apparently i didn't get her to early i know
2: enough. <laughs> i'm like on my first glass. um <laughs> what is oh, <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, um no not yet i mean if i spoke about my sexual abuse at the age of six, uh, mm. i don't think mm. anything is off its table
1: First, I want to just say thank you so much for being in that vulnerable space and sharing not just with us, but with a broad audience of people and having the courage to do that is humongous. So thank you. I think it ties back directly to what you were talking about. We see successful women, even if they are women of color, we still think, but they don't have my secrets. They don't have what I have in my closet, so I still could never be that. And when we start talking about it, then we can start to overcome and heal and challenge ourselves and find support for those secrets that we weren't allowed to talk about. So I so appreciate you bringing those really important pieces to the table, opening up the conversation with with other Latinas, with other women, because we we all have our story mm. uh and and the more we in- can encourage and support i think the better off we're all going to be because there's not there's nothing we can't do we just need to find the find the space and and the support to do it so thank you so much for yeah. that um you are not just a writer um you're also the author of your book as you've been talking about a journey to becoming the best self um you've described it you've talked about it you (laughs) you described it as vomiting on the page um that's exactly what it is (laughs) love that can you can you talk a little bit about the book and also what where did that expression like why did that expression come to you
2: where do you find these things (laughs) (laughs)
0: Listen, I will (laughs) dig and look for things. Cat
2: digs, cat digs. I love that. Um, Well, the book is literally an account of what I went through um, after my divorce and with the depression, coming out of the depression. And, you know, I talk a little bit about the dating, which was, gosh, it was a nightmare. Um, Mm -hmm. And just all the emotions that come with being on your own. And I literally have to figure out who I was by myself, because when you're with someone, you know, I, I think no matter what amount of time, you sort of become, it's almost like you mold yourself into, you know, a certain life and, you know, you do things together. And I know for a, a lot of uh, women, we even start liking the things that our husbands or boyfriends like. Um, So I had to figure out what does Yvette want? What does Yvette like? You know, I I realized that, you know, I don't like my eggs scrambled. I like them fried. So little things like that. I had to find out who I was and that journey. I had to take all by myself. No one could help me. Well, except my therapist. She was, (laughs) she, (laughs) she was instrumental props to the therapists. Yes, absolutely. so um it's literally it's a raw account and you know as far as the um the depression I, I talk about it really openly and I felt really vulnerable because I you know I put myself out there but there's so many people suffering in silence if it can help one person why not
1: beautiful um and I I Yes, everything you're saying completely resonating with me. I was also in a I was in a sixteen year relationship after from the time I was fourteen till the time I was thirty. So yes, even like what do I where do I go by myself? That's not a we thing. Like what do I want to do? It's well and you're in your thirties. You're like, how the hell did
2: this even happen? But you know what's funny? So when I, you know, sort of got myself into a semi Norm, not normal, sane place. Mm-hmm. I started date what I call it, dating myself. And it's in the book. I went to the movies by myself. Mm-hmm. I, I remember it was um, something Barcelona. It was a Woody Allen film. It was a great mm. film. I went to see um, that movie. I took a pole dance class. Okay. I um, went to shoot, like, uh, I went to a shooting range. I tried I went, what was the other thing? Oh, the, um, the silk ropes. So what is the, I tried, I, for the first time ever, I took a plane by myself. I had never traveled by myself. Mm -hmm. So all these things led up to figuring out who I was, what I liked, what I didn't like dating. Oh, this is a good one. Sitting down at a restaurant, having dinner by myself. Mm. And I still do it today, and I've been in an eight-year relationship. I like to go once a month, twice a month, sit at a restaurant, have a glass of wine, have a nice dinner by myself.
1: Wow. You this have sounds to- like a much healthier way to handle a divorce. Because I was like, you still live with your mom? Oh, you just got out of the pinta? Let's kick it.
2: That's not good. Girl yeah and then you have you know chardonnay and sauvignon blanc as your best friends so no we (laughs) we We have some of that too in there and there i did reference it in my book i I think it's it's normal and we cope in different ways but eventually we we have to for ourselves and you know and those around us that are loved ones whether it's a for me it was my daughter i had to figure out how to cope in a healthy way. Beautiful. Yeah. I did have that moment, though. Uh, you know, it's I'll wine be- just makes everything better.
0: <laughs> Truth. I saw a TikTok some time back. I know. I know. I went down a rabbit hole. But one of the oh yeah, one of the TikToks TikToks I saw though was like you should fear a woman who is not afraid of being alone. And that's like when you were talking about that. That's exactly what that made me think of. Was like when when someone has is so okay and comfortable that's right being by themselves doing things by themselves tr- like you said travel restaurant something as simple as eating by yourself which pe- some people just cannot do yes is super important is something that you should try even if you find out that that's not your like you just can't try it give try it a it. go because if you can't be by yourself then you cannot take that prison cell just Whoop, you know. <laughs> I
2: don't know i gotta tell you i you know i feel like i am my best company whoever comes now it's just like icing on the cake because that. i'm 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 pretty good i'm pretty good like i'm pretty you know i yeah. i like myself i like myself now we like I you did too like myself. <laughs> i didn't like myself for a long time so i enjoy this time
1: i love that i love that and you're right kat that um that's power. Mm-hmm. That is power when you don't need even the company of another person to be okay.
2: But you know what I realized? I don't, well, I don't need a man, but I like the company. Perfect. I like the company. And that's That'll a different space to be in.
1: If it's it is. it's like working when you don't have to i've never been in that
2: place but i can imagine oh well, when you when you get there let me know what you know what the recipe is cuz i've not right? i've not been there well, here we are on the journey
1: where can
0: people find the book
2: people can find the book on amazon.com and okay. BarnesandNoble.com. awesome all right
0: i just want to say that even so i'm a, a queer woman and even pieces of what you have been saying from what I have taken a look at on the digital platform it's there is still something to learn there is still something to feed off of so this isn't just for one very specific audience it it really spoke to me in, in different ways and I appreciate that
2: thank you thank you so much you know what's interesting when I write because there's close to 500 articles on the site and when I write for example about relationships. I really am careful about, you know, it. it we're, we can't assume that everyone, for example, for myself, I can't assume that everyone is in a relationship with a man. Mm-hmm. Some women, um, you know, there's different types of relationships. So I really try to make sure that these um, articles are general as opposed to specifically speaking about mm-hmm. heterosexual relationships, because I, I think relationships in general a a lot of the issues are the same not all but a lot of them are the same you know infidelity insecurities um abuse there's a lot of overlap there so thank you so much for sharing that that means a lot to me
0: and thank you so much for for creating this page without without um um, being pitched to to talk to you we we wouldn't have found this and it it really is a gem like seeing the different categories looking through it scrolling through it there's like almost something every day you can pick from, read about, that's really powerful.
2: Oh, you made my, oh gosh, you made my night. Thank you so much. That means a lot.
0: Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. And one of the, the, the parts about your platform, about your book, it's all about inspiration. You've talked about that, inspiring women, um, being an inspiration. What inspires you?
2: Women like you women inspire me life inspires me um just the world around me really does inspire me i want to i want to do better i want you know when i'm gone i want to leave something that made the world better i know that sounds idealistic but um there's so much negativity going around that i want to be a light for someone for anyone And you are. You're going to make me cry. No, well, (laughs) hey, you know what?
0: That's an emotion that sometimes we are not comfortable in, but we have to learn to be comfortable in, so, yeah.
1: And there's strength in it.
0: And there's strength
2: in tears. There's
1: strength in tears. It's okay. You can cry and be a chingona and take over the world. That's fine.
2: No, unless you're Oprah, I'm not crying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Damn. You know what? Save the tears for Oprah. What is that? Uh, Smile now, cry later. Smile now, cry later. That's right. There you go back, my back now. to the
1: OG <laughs> um, what words would you leave us with um, our listeners, our familia our gente that, that has been with Bocha Podcast, what would you, what would you leave us with
2: um, I think for me um, my biggest lesson has been owning who I am and finding worth in the woman, in the human being I am Um, I had a lot of, um, just issues with my cultural identity, um, and just being a woman, it's, you know, we have challenges, but I've learned that, you know, the challenges and overcoming the pain, um, it makes you stronger and just coming into the realization of what you bring to the world, the value that you add as you are, it's amazing. Once you have that, it's almost like a superpower. Once you just sort of embrace yourself, no one can take that from you. I think that's, you know, it it doesn't matter where you come from. Um, I think once you have, once you sort of step into that superpower, no one can take you on. Because you, you love who you are, and no one can take that from you. Hmm. Oh, my gosh, I'm getting emotional. It's, it's, <laughs> it's all good. It, it's, self-worth is, is a big thing for me. Um, because for a really long time, I didn't value myself. And I can honestly say that once I learned that I am worth everything, I've never gone back. Mm. And I won't. So I think that is something that we all need to learn. We all have value. We all have worth. We just have to know that we do.
1: I love that. I think that's certainly a, a struggle we talk about all the time. Our worth outside of our accomplishments or outside of doing or our work or our care Or a bank account. Our, mm. Exactly. Like you are worthy because you woke up again. And what are you going to do with that? So I appreciate this journey that you're on, that you're sharing with people. It's absolutely emotional because it's important. It matters. Uh, and it matters to, to many people beyond, beyond you, beyond your daughter. So I appreciate you sharing that with, with the masses. And we encourage our listeners to check out the website, get the book from Amazon. You can do digital or actually order the, you know, if you like the, the paper in your hands, you can order that version as well.
2: I still do that, by the way. Oh, yeah. Do you guys? I have a library of books.
1: Yes. I love paper. <laughs> you do too? I, I, well, I and like I'm, the smell. I'm very, like... Turning the page. Mm-hmm. I, like I don't that. like... I'm I'm kind of bougie in the way that I don't like used books that are, like, bent or torn or... No. No,
2: I don't either. I like new books. I like new I'm, books. So we're both bougie. Okay. Book <laughs> bougie. That's okay.
0: I'm all whatever, used Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Wait. But you're not getting us off, off scot-free here. Oh yes, we're we coming have to go back, back. back to this. See, look, because you ready did to you go. did mention like you know some uh, c- overcoming some c- cultural issues and whatnot. Mm. So at the top, we we did talk about you know what and educated you and maybe some new listeners who are joining us what a pocha is. So um, given that, what parts of of the pocha explanation resonated.
2: Oh. <laughs> I feel stumped.
0: Well, oh, maybe, and maybe this means you're gonna come back on for book two and give us oh, what I that like is it. Yes. then.
2: Okay, maybe so- I'll take you up on that. <laughs> you know what it, no, you know what's interesting that <clears throat> coming on here, you asked me these these questions and first of all, it's the first time anyone's asked me those questions. Um, in the Over the past, um, I think, last interview or two, I've actually started talking about cultural identity and about some shame for myself personally, you know, when I was younger. And these are topics that I'm still sort of exploring. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually have an interview that I'm publishing um, next week that is going to dive deeper into Uh, cultural identity into colorism so I'm literally still exploring these things and I have to tell you it's a it's a very it's a challenge for me because I'm still discovering um myself I really am I'm being completely honest that's a fair answer that's
1: that is that's um we're we do that Every time we record this podcast, we mm-hmm. do that every time we walk out the door, we're still dealing with the parts of the of the cultura that we want to hold on to and embrace and teach our children and the parts that feel um, or that we're told are unprofessional or that we know if we want to seat at this table, we can't go in there all brown and and code switching and all like we can't do that if we're going to go sit at these certain tables and we deal with that every day so that's a real place for you to be and i appreciate your honesty um know
0: that that's where we're coming from too and that's the that's the premise of this whole podcast yeah absolutely and there was something actually charlene that you had said several episodes ago that we each uh, systemic oppression racism um, white supremacy That attacks us in in so many different ways. So we each are coming into that place from so many points. So for some of us, we are still discovering, still um, coming to terms with understanding, finding ourselves. And there are some who are like, tienen bandera. They're going into all of the things loud and proud. And that's great. And we each have our own self-discovery and path to get to whatever part we are.
2: I I really appreciate you sharing those words because I you know I don't want to make up the answers. I am completely honest um, in my journey, and it is that is a topic that I'm um, I'm unafraid now. You know, contrary to maybe a couple of years ago, um, but I'm unafraid to sort of dive in and you know and talk to people. Um, About their experiences and read articles about, um, you know, what, you know, the history, um, and that's where I am in that process. But it's for me, it's 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 part of the journey, and I'm still learning.
0: I hope that's part about myself too. (laughs) I hope that's part of book two is 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 awakening on that front as well. Like there's so many layers to the awakening. It's like an onion.
2: It is, isn't it? But it's interesting, because when I had my first one, I swear that I thought, okay, I'm awakened. I am, you know, on this path, on this journey. I'm good. No. (laughs) 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 There's another wave. I just had another wave with COVID. And I'm sure there'll be others.
1: Yeah, That's the beauty of it. We we just get better and better. Uh, And we're here for it. So thank you again for For the awakeness that you're sharing with (laughs) us and we look forward to to the new layers and um
0: and many more books
1: many more books (laughs) and articles yes definitely if you you know if you have five ten minutes that you want to pop on and and read something that's gonna give you a new perspective definitely hop onto the website. There's a ton, as she said, like
0: 500 articles for you to, there's something on there for everybody. And they're categorized so that yes. you can like, you know, Monday, this is what I'm going to read about Tuesday. This is what I'm going to read about Wednesday. And they're in bite size. It's not like a heavy novel. They're bite size portions that are perfect. It's like a buffet. A buffet.
2: It is, And it's great because that's, that is, that was my purpose. I wanted to write these articles that women could read. I mean, time is a luxury, I want women to be able to read them, you know, on their way to the bus, on their way to pick up their child, on their way to, you know, on the train, literally takes seven to eight minutes to read because we don't have a lot of time. So I have to put, you know, X amount of information in just a few minutes. So there's substance and there's something to learn in each article.
0: And I find it fascinating that you were on this journey of writing because that's not your degree. Not to say that our degree is what we do. But um, that is just something that was that was uh, interest of interest to me that you just wr- you're starting to write and on a different path. That's
2: awesome. It's it's really interesting that we just the journey is really determined by us. Mm. So you know we can change our path at any time.
0: It's up to you, Cat. <laughs> My watchers are going to get all sorts of worn out on this. Tomorrow I
1: will begin my journey to being a millionaire. (laughs) Hey, I'm
2: on that journey. I'm on that train. I love it.
1: I'm going to get on. I want to get on with you. Next stop. Pick me up. (laughs)
0: Awesome. Well, we have been joined by Yvette Bowden, writer, author, mama, Boden. Bowden. 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 It's Bowden. Have another sip. I know. Uh, Her book is A Journey (laughs) to Becoming the Best Self. You can get that online and also check out her digital platform, AwakenedWoman.com. That's Awakened-Woman.com. Also, just like literally Google her. She comes up all over the place, literally. Yes. Or wherever you get your libros favoritos. Mm -hmm. And this has been the final Weedy Weedy for 2021 on the Pocha Podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Charlene. And we'll see you on the flip side.
1: Bye.